Oh, yeah. Well, what I, I did. Oh. Have some respect, Dale. What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Successfully Unsigned. Ooh, I am welcome. DJ Overheat. Patty G, DJ Patty G. Non DJ D Shack. <laughs> DJ D Jack. No, I said non DJ D Shack. D Shack. D Shack. Gotcha, gotcha. I thought it was Dale Shack. Dale Shack, D Shack. One yeah, thing, same neither thing. Neither can I. There's so much you can do with this name. It's Honestly. it's kind of awesome. So, how was y'all's weekend? Good? It's great. We oh, had yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. I yeah. actually had a Saturday off, so <laughs> I was psyched. A Saturday off? Wow. Yeah, I still work on projects, but I mean, like, you know. It's rare for you. So nice. Yeah, I, uh, I was supposed to work yesterday, but I forgot. I picked up for somebody, and so I got a call from one of my empl- or employees, my coworkers, and they were like, are you coming? It's like... That's the worst. Sitting on my couch, I've got two dogs just (laughs) draped all over me. I'm like watching football. I'm just like, no, I'm not coming. (laughs) It's like okay. Wow, all three of us had off yesterday. Yeah, I was also supposed to work, but didn't. Mm. So yeah, sometimes you just need that data to recharge and refresh. You know, I was not recharged. I stayed up all night Friday night, literally seven hours making a stupid sock monkey for <laughs> no reason other than just to say I made a sock monkey. You made whose fault was that? Um well me and my friends are having a craft night that we've been like we've been saying we were gonna do for a year. <laughs> and they're like we were originally gonna do like different crafts, but like we're like, let's just do the one. I'm like, I saw someone on TikTok make have a sock monkey picnic. I'm like, that's really cute. Yeah. It's probably gonna take like an hour or two. Seven hours. Jeez, seven like hours? Sock monkey. Yes, it's really cute. It's kind of like, like when you try to make spaghetti. Took it wasn't three. worth it. Okay, Dale. Dale is in a roasting mood tonight. I love it. Probably because he just ate. All right, Dale. Yeah, I can neither confirm nor deny. How dare you eat? <laughs> All right, eat. guys. Um, so we're gonna kick it off with the the item segment. Items. And I, I don't know if we should debut. <laughs> We should the debut name. the the name um, yeah, for the yeah. for the segment. It's, should we just give it a shot? This is like episode what six? This what is again? we're finally yeah, yeah. picking a name. Okay, so we're gonna, we're gonna try this out just because we're tell gonna us have if it's stupid. We're gonna have some fun. Just tell it's us if stupid. it's stupid. So we've been showing you some items that have some significance to us on the show. If you're just joining us, um, it's a segment we do at the beginning where we have just like a specific item. We talk about what it means to us. It could be silly. It could be serious. It could be whatever. So we haven't been able to think of a name, so we've just been calling it the item segment, (laughs) and it's probably the most bland name ever. So I was thinking today, (laughs) and I was thinking, you know, like show and tell, but instead of show and tell, it's show and yell. (laughs) And so... (laughs) I want everybody when they're about to show their just, their ah! item. No, literally, just yell what it is. Like, st- okay. take a step back from okay. the mic and just yell what it is. Like before anybody sees it, and then like you don't have to yell like when you're explaining it. <laughs> but just kind of yell what it is. So um, maybe we should just make a podcast where we just like scream just everything we <laughs> say. Like it's, it's it's the split off. It's, it's like, the- do you guys ever watch Twenty Four with Jack Bauer and all that? No. no? Oh no. My- no. But you, well, there, there's a show called 24, and the main guy, he only whispers or yells. He, like, doesn't talk. He's either like, yeah, sure. or he's like, where's the bomb? And it's just like, it's just like there is no in-between. <clears throat> so, without further ado, I want to know what was in the Popeye's bag. So <laughs> It's actually a Hobby Lobby. Hey, hey, it's hey, a hey. Hobby Lobby. Who brought food? It's you a Hobby Popeyes. Lobby. It's a Hobby. 
It's a Hobby Lobby. Yeah. When it was laying down, the Hobby Lobby part looked like Popeyes. Okay. For some reason. Ooh, I just realized. Crackle, crackle. Okay. You take it out and just give it a nice little yell. Oh, I got to make sure it doesn't break. Well, not break, but. Okay. I'm in in here. Hold scared. up. Lindsay Lohan! <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know how well you can do that. <coughs> Just, okay. So, uh, anyone who knows me knows me well that I love Lindsay Lohan. Okay. Um, I yep. have always loved Lindsay Lohan. I think all of her movies are Oscar worthy. Uh, all of her performances are Oscar worthy. Mm. The soundtracks to Lindsay Lohan movies are next level. Parent Trap, I, uh, yeah. Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, Freaky Friday, uh-huh. Mean Girls. Mean Girls, Name yeah. <laughs> so, um, we're going to bring it back to Spice Girls, because it always, of course, comes back to Spice Girls. Oh. When I brought, found my Spice Girls backpack um, with it, I found three Spice Girls dolls, Posh Baby and Scary. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do I get these? I was like, I don't need these, but I really like them. I'm, I, I really want them. And so I did get them. Uh-huh. And it has caused a, um, it caused a <laughs> bad money habit <laughs> where I now collect like celebrity dolls. Oh, cool. And so um, some dolls I, I get that aren't celebrities, but most of them are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have, I have like a Britney one, a specifically Britney Joy Pepsi. Go look that up right now and watch that. Um, but Lindsay Lohan is my favorite. I remember, I think my cousin had this doll when I was a kid mm. and I remember thinking it was cool, but I thought she made it up that it was Lindsay Lohan. I just thought she had a doll with red hair and she's like, it's Lindsay Lohan. I'm like, yeah. cool. Um, and so it wasn't until like, I kind of started getting into collecting. I was like, oh no, this is a real thing. Yeah. And so it instantly became the top of my list. And I think you knew I had this cause I posted a TikTok <laughs> about it. You, you, you're asking me if I remember, remember things. Anyway. <laughs> Dale's just really giving me dirty looks, and I think he needs to be fired. Yeah, um, do it. <laughs> and so this insulin came to my list, but it's kind of expensive to get. Mm-hmm. Um, I managed to get a good deal on this, uh, I think partially because the box is broken. Ah, so I may yeah, end I up unboxing that. it or getting an unboxed one. Typically, I don't do like a doubles of where I get one box and unbox. I either just take it out or I don't. So, But this is my most prized one. What's a good deal for something like this? Please don't. We don't discuss money. Um, in oh, no. <laughs> As we talk no, about a no. business podcast, okay. right. <laughs> music business. Come on, man. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of how much I did pay for it because I did do like PayPal's four payment things where you can like pay over four months. It wasn't It wasn't What's that bad. Good? It wasn't that bad. <laughs> like, if you're having to pay over four like months, that's pretty bad. It's, it's, I want to say it was. <laughs> it took out a lot. I want to say it was 80. Great. They typically run somewhere between like 100 to, yeah, Yeah. roughly 100. Um, No, I would never spend, I would never spend $100 on it all. Yeah. Um, Before that, the Britney one was like 60, but I had never seen it before. Anyway. Okay. But this is specifically a My Scene Hollywood. So this was a special uh, Lindsay Lohan event my scene goes hollywood was a movie my scene is a branch of barbie that was them trying to compete with brat stalls there's a whole history lesson on it uh, if you 
get into doll collecting. But specifically, I just really wanted this because, hello, Lindsay Lohan. So, Lindsay, if you're watching this, the reason why I brought this today is because Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan's comeback movie, uh, her Christmas movie on Netflix, just aired on Friday. Mm-hmm. And so I'm very excited about it. Haven't watched it yet, but I need to. Um, so I thought this would be an appropriate time to pull out the Lindsay Lohan doll. And uh, I think it's great. I don't love the outfit, but it has lots of it has different outfits and lots of really cool accessories, really detailed. So yeah, I think um pretty fair price. And some like I said, popcorn there too. Is what? We got some popcorn on there too. On yeah, the yeah. Okay. Nice. All right. Yeah. So magazines from two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. I forget when this came out, but um, Lindsay, if you're watching this or anything, um, if your agent is watching this. <laughs> yeah. Please, I'm begging you to let me like I don't know, be your assistant or something cuz I've always been a fan. I've always been there for you. Yeah. Into the rough times. Yeah. Yes. Yes, even through the rough times. Even through the sure. rough times. And for there's sure. Been, there's been so many. I did we had a PowerPoint night and I did a whole 17 slide power presenta- PowerPoint presentation on who each of our friends would be as Lindsay Lohan. Different areas of Lindsay Lohan or different That's actually, times yeah. of Lindsay Lohan. So, uh our friend Gus, I said he was the Lindsay Lohan doll. So, yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, again, I don't know how any of us can follow that. <laughs> yeah. But Dale, well, again. This is why you go last, Patrick. Why don't you <laughs> give it a shot, Dale? Why don't you okay. go and tell us what yours is? And make sure to, well, to yell it. I got to see what mine is. Can I see what it's called? I don't think it has a name. Call it. <laughs> what? This is whispering. This man. I think that's cute. Maybe. Um, okay, here we go. <laughs> right, I don't know what I'm about to say, so just just uh, something random. It's a little bitty washer made of with lots of metal of drummer guy on a trap set, and he has like a <laughs> no nut for a head. <laughs> you sound so distressed. I don't uh, know what's going. Oh, call it. just <laughs> but it's a little bitty drummer guy. And it's made of like washers and nuts from like you know yeah. like tools. Yeah. And uh, he's got a nut for a head, mm-hmm. and he's got washers for all the drums. And he sits on you know it's a, it's like uh, welded um, huh. just wire, and it's a little like desk piece. That's actually really cool. Yeah, it was it was okay, a gift. So um, I from my sister at Brooke, I I think. <laughs> if I find <laughs> the wrong sister, I'm sorry. He has like four sisters. Yeah, too yeah. they're all like the same to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're all one entity. I hope they're listening right now. Um. But no, yeah, it was it was a gift. Uh, it was a gift from my sister, and I thought it was pretty cool. So it chills in my house next to my couch. Um, I got this little pedestal thing with some other stuff on it, and he's just like right there, like all the time with me. And yeah, so he's the nut-headed drummer. Yeah, does he have a name? I don't like that. Um, Johnny Nut Drummer. <laughs> sure. I don't know. Some just <laughs> Lindsay. <laughs> just. Because he's nuts. Hey, we don't take any Lindsay slander this in this household. This man's head whipped around so quick when I said she nuts, he went. <laughs> Jonathan? Jonathan? John Nutton? Oh, okay. That's actually cute. Yeah? John. Maybe? John, John Nutton. John Nutton, yeah. John Nutton. That's really good. There we go. Jonathan the drummer. Yeah. And it'll be typed out with like hyphens. John yeah. dash <laughs> nut dash. Yeah. John T- it's T-H-U-N. like fan. Fan. It's like all the syllables will be like split up for you. Exactly. Phonetics. Phonetics. All right, David, what you got? All righty. 
Oh. Random elementary school paintings. Oh my word. Yeah, buddy. That's what I meant by yelling. Oh okay, yeah. Sorry, so, we didn't yell. Um, that did I scare y'all at home? Good. Um, it scared me here. But by the way, subscribe to the to the podcast and like the video. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> only if you like his paintings. Though. Yeah, if you like the paintings. Or if you like the paintings. So not if you like ones. This one um, is just it's one that I made when I was in fourth grade. Um, it's like is a, that you. No. You had a beard in fourth grade? No, 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 no. What a man. We, we had to cut some, like, clippings what out a of, a, of a, a magazine and put it on here, and I chose this guy's head for some reason. Okay. And I was obsessed with, like, guitar. I had just started getting into guitars, so, like, of course, I, you know, spruced it up with the only way I knew how to draw guitars, which is deformed. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea what it looks like. But, yeah, I had one guitar, and I just drew everything to look like it, so... There's that one. Oh, and then there's this one. That well, I ripped. I broke oh. it. <laughs> oh no! I broke part of it. It's okay. It's the same dude, but he's on a drum set now. Can you just buy another? Huh? Can you just buy another one? No. Is that too is authentic? Jonathan's John? cousin. Yes. Um, I think they're related, don't you? Probably. Probably. I was trying to think of another nut name, uh, but I don't. So this one's kind of cool. It's um, I don't even know how to describe this. You just like you kaleidoscope. Yes. Yeah, you make little triangles, what? and then you, like, write, like, half of whatever you're trying to... Is that the thing with the stars? Like Kaleidoscopes, you, like, look yeah, inside yeah. them, and you twist them, and they, like, oh. have different patterns. Okay, yeah. not astronomy stuff. Cool. So there's that I one, and then... Constellations? This one's no. probably my favorite. Again, I was in third grade, Horoscope. so... For third grade, <laughs> I mean... Yeah, look That's at these good. Look at these guitar bodies. Okay. Like, that looks terrible. Like there's nothing, there's no pick guard, no details. Can you draw us a guitar right now? A banjo? No, I'm good. Drawing yeah. with. I'll say. Let's here. see how you how you've improved your art skills. Um, I'll give you a hint. Not very much. Um, <laughs> and then there's this. I'm not sure what that is, but just there's that. Is that an ocean or a mountain? I don't know. Or is um, it a mountain made of ocean? I think that's grass, ocean, mountain, sky. Oh, there's an ocean between the grass. Yeah, and there's I a, like a that. lake or something. I don't okay. know. Okay. And then this one. I'm an artist, oh, guys. Okay, okay. it's waterfall? a waterfall. With you guys, I'm gonna put this in the Met Gala. Let me know, or not Met Gala. Put in uh, like in the the Fisk or whatever. Like the Fisk. Yeah. Yeah. Put it in the Fisk. Um, the yeah, these are chairs, right? And then this is a column. Oh. And <laughs> what do you think these were? We thought it was a waterfall. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, what is it? Those are chairs, no, and that's a are, column. These are chairs. That's a column. Oh. That's like supposed to be the shadow from a. The column. I don't know. Oh. It was like block. I paintings. thought it was like a cute little spring. I was like, I oh, okay, was yeah, I see. It's like a nice little abstract spring. <laughs> no. Why are we dissing on fourth the, grade David? Yeah, I don't know. Look, you're some kids need to learn. Yeah, they definitely do. <laughs> I should have been disciplined for this. <laughs> but um, but yeah, there's some flowers back here and like roses and everything. That's but like kind of intense right, wallpaper right. for a house. You would, you would use that wallpaper, Patrick. I would not use that wallpaper. Yeah. Not, not that kind of floral. Mm. But yeah, that's, say so. that's mine. Cute. I um, also have a lot of like childhood art still, and um, it's kind of weird. I have a little bit, but I only drew like three pictures as a kid. I couldn't draw, so I gave oh, up well. early. We went to public school, so yeah. we actually have yeah, no chance. Pieces. Also, oh, I yeah. like that it's all framed. Like mm -hmm. it, there was a yeah. little gallery. Mats. Yeah, I was at my parents' um, a few weeks back, and my mom was like cleaning out the closet, and she had all this stuff, and she was just like, "You want all this?" And ninety percent of it, I'm like, "Why would I want?" a shirt from when I was two. Like, you know what I mean? It was just yeah. all, like, baseball jerseys. You're like, you want these? And, like, 
no, you can keep them, I guess. And then she showed me those, and I was like, I don't want those. And then I thought about it, and I was like, that would be good <laughs> for the segment. So, so are they going in the trash so after this? No, I okay. I might just, you know, keep them to, for people to laugh at or something. Just, you know, put them around the house just in random places, maybe in the bathroom or something, like right above the toilet. Absolutely. Put that waterfall. I mean, the, the waterfall one, yeah, yeah. To, to inspire, you know, yeah. someone's Oop. having a hard time. <laughs> yeah. Go into the bathroom. Can, can we take you. a podcast break real quick? Yeah. Go hang that right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> <laughs> Told you, you can't go number two in my bathroom, Dale. Oh, man. Disrespectful. That was like 40 minutes old. Especially after Taco Bell. No telling. <laughs> hey, you can't prove it. All I have is a drink. You can't prove that I ate. Okay. I, I rest my case. Chicken quesadilla. There it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> well done. Well, all right. Um, so, time to get into it. Let's get into it. So, That's tonight we are talking well. about... Stage presence, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about yeah. one thing that some artists really dread, which is the performing, getting in front of people, and just doing what you do. Which is ironic because that's a huge part of music. Huge part of it, yeah. yeah. So I'll just kind of open it up for you guys to, to start it out. What What do you feel, like, what does having a stage presence say about an artist? Everything. Yeah? Um, your stage presence is your i mean to me it's your number one uh creator of the public's view and image of you social media great pictures photos press stuff great your songs that you put out there great Mm -hmm. but people will really get to know who you are by interacting in person so even if they see like oh this is the image of you on social media and they're like wow this is a really cool image but then they go to your concert and see Oh, this is not who I thought it was. Yeah. Your stage presence tells everything about you. Mm-hmm. And so it's super, super important that you have, you know, a, a, a solid um, understanding of who you are and how to communicate that to the people that are watching. Yeah. Yeah, I I think, um, it, like you said, it just helps you remember someone. And, like, if someone doesn't have a good stage presence, no matter how good their singing is, I'm not really going to care. Yeah. Like I just, I give me, give me the flashiness or at least give me like the emotion. And otherwise it's kind of like, well, yeah, they were really good. They have a really great voice, but Mm -hmm. I mean, it's pretty evident that they, you know, need to work on performing live. I mean, it's, it's a skill too. It's something you can practice. It's something you can come up with ideas to do. Um, I mean, because uh, for better or worse, I don't know, but gone are the times when at a concert, like a dedicated concert, you can just go up there and just sit and just sing a song for the entirety of it. Mm -hmm. Now, maybe you can work that into your set, and maybe you have a song that's just that. It's nice. It's a break from everything Mm -hmm. else, and it's doing something different. Mm -hmm. But for a dedicated concert, gone are the times that you can go up and do that for the entirety of the thing, Mm -hmm. right? It's it's more than just music now. Shows are exactly that. They're mm-hmm. shows. They're entertainment. Productions. You have to entertain the crowd. you got to do stuff. Well, yeah. especially as a small artist, like I think about concerts I've been to where they have kind of like one of those break moments mm-hmm. and they just sit there. And yeah, it's nice, but that's because like I know the song well. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to sit there and just like sing a bunch of your songs and like not really do anything and I don't know you as an artist or you like, I haven't really heard of your music. I'm going to be bored and I'm not going to follow you on Spotify because I'm like, okay, get to the next part. I don't, I don't care about this. Yeah. 
No, I think that um, a big part of stage presence, I think a lot of people think about like dress and stuff, like mm-hmm. wardrobe. But mm-hmm. yeah. for me, I'm thinking about kind of like what you said, like your attitude, yeah. your like how you like your vocal tone and like your vocal performance is a big part of it oh, too. Yeah. Like stage presence, you can seem very timid just by like singing a verse of your song, like in 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 a way that. It like t- it's it's a full kind of tell that you're nervous or that you're yeah. you know not really confident in what you're saying or like and I've been guilty of this like I always ask my friends after all my shows I was like okay vocal performance go yeah and there are some people that'll be like it was great and then there are some people that'd be like yeah you were nervous like you were holding yeah. back and I was like Ugh, you're right you know so just <clears throat> kind of honing in on, on your abilities um, and practicing enough to where you, when you get up there, it's like effortless. Like you don't even have to worry about the, am I going to hit the right chord? Am I going to like, that's why you practice. So that when you get in the moment, it's, it, it seems effortless. So, you know, it's funny. <clears throat> it's funny you bring up vocal performance. Cause just this week I was working on a song from that live show that we performed together mm-hmm. and I went back and I listened and especially in that one song, I'm like, wow, that was not my strongest performance. Yeah. And, you know, and part of that for me is I've been able to hide behind also playing a guitar. So that one song mm-hmm. was one that I put the guitar down for. I'm like, I want yeah. to try something different. I want to just sing this one. Yeah. Um, and, and you blew it. I, absolutely. No, we'll, I mean, it was, we'll get there. It was, it was, <laughs> oh, I think it was okay, but that vocal performance, you can tell, even I, as I'm sitting there listening, mixing this in post, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I was nervous. Yeah. You know, and it shows your audience can mm-hmm. hear that now. Maybe, well, I knew it uh, even at the time, but sometimes you don't. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're up there and you're like, you think you did a great job, but, you know, even if you are nervous, you think you push through it. And sometimes you do and sometimes you don't. Yeah. But like all that stuff, all of the going back to like what I was saying earlier, going back to all of your medias and your, your, your public image outside of concerts. <clears throat> the whole point of that is to get people to listen to your music, to go to the shows. Yeah. And so that show is a culmination of all of those efforts. You have to be able to deliver. Yeah. You have to be able to deliver because that's the whole point. You know, that's where you're going to make, you know, if, you, if you're an artist and you're pushing that and pursuing that as a career, as an artist, a lot of times that's where you're going to make your bread and butter. That's where you're going to make your money. And so at yeah. that point, that's where you have to deliver. Yeah. So I think going off of that, because you mentioned this, how you're like, I feel like stage presence is more of vocal performance. And I do agree. Um, and But I do think like, like when I did like choir and stuff, my, my director was always like the second you're on that stage, you're representing us. Mm. And so like the second that you go out on that stage, your body language, your wardrobe and your interaction with the audience, everything outside of the vocal performance is also extremely telling. And like you're showcasing, like you said, all that promotion you've been doing, and so if your social media is you being really like crazy and silly and like you're wearing like this flashy stuff and then these people come to the show and you're in like a white t-shirt and jeans and you're just like, hey guys, this is my song, da da da. And you start singing. Yeah. People are going to be like, not well, what, what just happened? Yeah. This like, is not who I saw. Like, exactly. I want to see this person. That's exactly. Why I came yeah. To this. You have to separate yourself from the pack. Right? Yes. Yes. And yes. so the confidence has to be there. The and from that confidence will stem, you know, the like the wardrobe will reflect that, the vocal performance will reflect that. How you interact with the people after the show will reflect yeah. that. Mm-hmm. If you're one of those that just plays and leaves, I used to be that type. 
where I was just like, I don't want anyone to talk to me. Yeah. People would try and come up to me and be like, good job, good job. And I'd be like, no, I gotta go, I gotta go. You know, so like mm-hmm. you just get, you have to like stay and connect and like, just like, don't be afraid to talk about your music, talk about you and like let people know who's behind, you know, who's behind that performance. I mean, cause if people are there and especially if they want to come up and talk to you after the show, they're there because they liked something they saw, mm-hmm. you know? They want to talk to you about your music. That's the whole reason they went to a show was to listen to mm-hmm. music. So let them. Yeah. You know, this is their chance to interact with people who make music, and this is your chance to interact with people who want to listen to people who make music. Yeah. And if you don't do any of those interactions afterward, like how are you going to get any opportunities? Because yeah. a time where you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to leave right after porn. So I don't know why anyone talked to me. Well, what if one of the people who are trying to talk to you like know someone who's in the business who yeah. will want to work with you? All it takes is one, you know? I mean, and and those after-show interactions are where you build fans. Like, during your performance, I mean, you're you're building fans, you're building a, a, you know, a relationship in that sense. But after the show, when you get to talk to people one-on-one, that's your opportunity to truly solidify someone being a fan who's going to be in it for a long haul. Because now they feel like, and rightfully so, that they have some kind of at least personal connection with you to an extent. Mm-hmm. You know, especially as a smaller artist, when you can sit there and you might, you know, maybe you only have two or three people come up and talk to you after the show. You have those two or three people for a lot longer amount of time and you can really build that. Yeah. You can really turn that into something, you know. Yeah. And, and Or if you have 15, 20, if you have 100 people come up to you after your show, great. Still take the time and at least say hi and talk to those people. Mm-hmm. You might not have as much time, but you still have some time and yeah. you can give that time to them. Yeah. Um kind of transitions me into the next point, which is, so I guess I'll pose you a question. I'll pose you a question and you guys do your best to kind of give, um, the best answer you can to I it. have the right answer. You have the right answer. The only answer. answer. <laughs> uh, so Dale, what should the mindset be before you step on stage? Like what, where should you, where, where should your headspace be? And then kind of going off of that, Patrick, like what should, what do you think, what is an audience member <laughs> expecting or what is their mindset when they see someone get on stage, like right before that moment? So it's a little different, I think, for every artist, you know, what, um, but it comes down to what motivates you mm-hmm. to perform, what made it motivates you to make music. So I can speak from my own personal experience in that, in that for me, you know, um, it's fun. You know, mm-hmm. it's something I thoroughly enjoy. I'm, I'm excited to write new songs. I'm excited to share those songs with other people. Mm-hmm. And so for me, what motivates me to get on stage and what, what's my attitude, you know, what am I thinking about is just trying to get myself excited. Because mm-hmm. the only difference between being anxious and nervous and excited about something is how you react to it. Right. It's that same feeling inside. I mean, if you, mm-hmm. if you, if you, if you just pay attention, it's that exact same feeling inside, whether you're nervous and clamped down mm-hmm. or whether you have that excitement and rise to it. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I have to get in that headspace of like, this is really cool. I'm about to share my music with somebody. They're here because they want to hear me yeah. or they're here because, you know, maybe they want to hear another band, mm-hmm. but still, this is your chance to really like be passionate about what you do. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I mean, that's kind of the attitude that I, that I try to, to adopt before I get on stage. Cause I'm like, yeah, you know, you have that whole crowd, you have that energy channel that into giving a good performance because that goes back to stage presence. It, 
you know, having that excitement and showing that and showing that passion, people will see it. People will listen. People yeah. will love. I mean, it's the same thing when you have just conversations with people. Mm-hmm. People don't like talking to someone who's like, yeah, that's, I mean, that's cool. It's yeah. whatever, you know, and, but if somebody's over there like, yeah, that's cool. I love this. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden that other person or you, if you're talking to that other person are so much more engaged. Mm-hmm. And so that attitude goes a long ways when you're trying to perform. Yeah. You try and picture the audience in their underwear? No, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> See, for me, it's it's the opposite. I like, like I understand that I'm performing in front of a crowd, but I also block everybody out, yeah. like in my own way, like and just kind of pretend like I'm rehearsing it mm-hmm. at yeah. home or yeah. something. And obviously, you're not doing it the same way. There is a yeah. performance element to it, and you have to perform. Um, but there's also for me, there's kind of like a mental like. I've done this for a long time. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing. The only thing that's getting in my way is me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like your biggest enemy is yourself whenever you're performing. Yeah. Like, and <laughs> like every time I get on stage, it's just like, I have to remind myself of that is like, this is what you do, right? This is what you've practiced. And again, your confidence is going to come in how much you practice. You have to be comfortable in who you are. Mm-hmm. You have to be willing to let who you are show, unless you're one of those bands that are purely persona-based. Yeah. In that case, be that persona, Yeah. right? Be that person. But otherwise, you have to be comfortable in who you are and be able to share that with someone else. Yeah. So instead of picturing the audience naked, which I don't do, it never has worked <laughs> I for never me. understand. Well, like, I never, I, I've only ever heard that in TV shows. Yeah, I mean, that. who does that? No. If you do that, yeah. you, it's need weird. Isu- it's you need mental health. You need <laughs> issues. But, <laughs> but you know, it, it's one of those things, like, where where do you have more confidence in your singing ability and your performance ability mm-hmm. than when you're taking a shower by yourself and you're singing into that bar of soap or that, you know, shampoo bottle? That's when you have the most confidence because it's just you. Or in the car. And you're most, or yeah, mm-hmm. or in the car. Yeah. Wherever that is. Maybe, yeah, wherever that is, channel that because that is fun to you. And if you're having that fun, other people will notice and other people will also have fun. Mm -hmm. It's that idea of, you know, smiles are contagious. And if it's a genuine smile, don't smile at me, Patrick. If it's a genuine smile, (laughs) other people (laughs) will smile too. You'll close your lips right now. (laughs) Okay, so do you guys have any, like, for someone who is going into their first performance, like tips or tricks of like how to like instead of picturing the audience naked, mm-hmm. but like looking at their foreheads or because I've I've heard that, but yeah, I don't you know. definitely want to try and make some eye contact because mm-hmm. I know when I was first starting to perform. A lot of people were like, you had your eyes closed the entire time. (laughs) I I do that. And I'm just like, I did? And they're like, yeah, you didn't look. I mean, so you want to, this, like, this is a, for some people, this is a kind of a, for lack of a better term, like an intimate experience for them. Mm -hmm. So they want to be involved. They want to be included. And so if you're just kind of like, I mentioned a second ago, like picturing just kind of me practicing. And so. There's, there's that element to it, but there's also like you have to engage with the audience, and that means you do make some awkward eye contact with yeah. people. Own it, own it, stare at them, own it. Like <laughs> stop playing and just stare. Yeah, no, I mean you can do you can. Well, there actually was a concert. Uh, I didn't go to it with you. I went to it with um, some other friends. I was trying to think. I couldn't remember. Wow, flex. Um, but there was there was this guy who like 
he would like he had you know long hair and he was whipping it all around and mm-hmm. they were going hard with some rock and then he'd just stop and go yeah and you're talking like, about the opener for chevelle no oh, okay i'm talking about so it was, like it was an opener for hinder uh, uh over the basement east and this yeah, dude yeah. uh it was it was so entertaining i couldn't mm-hmm. tell you anything about their music yeah but i was super entertained by them mm-hmm. like the dude was just like staring at everybody yeah and then he just crack up and start laughing. Like you could tell the dude was just having fun messing with people, like yeah. giving them a stank face. Yeah. But like, you know, if you're having, if if, if you're singing like a uh, like a like you mentioned like an intimate like a love song or something like that, it's okay to stare. At, well, not stare, but it's okay to to start make blowing eye kisses. Yeah. With your audience, right? You know, I I try uh, I try to try mentally to treat my audience like they're all my close friends mm-hmm. like how would i treat my close friends mm-hmm. you know thankfully i've had some good close friends at some of my concerts mm-hmm. that helps with that yeah. so i can look at them and be like oh yeah yeah i know you i don't care yeah, what you yeah. think right i mean i do but i don't you know right. i care what the stranger thinks exactly <laughs> right but like uh you know if, if it's if it's an intimate love song yeah you can you can you can stare at them and pretend like you're singing it to them or even if you have to treat someone that you don't know like that, you can yeah. do that because I mean, they're there for the concert. They're for the experience. Go flirt with them a little bit while you're on stage. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It, flirt with your close friends. Uh, sure. Exactly. That um, is Dale. Uh, yeah. Okay. Vintage, yeah. That's something Dale would say. <laughs> real, real quick. Um, just kind of going off of that, like something on the lyrical end, like one thing I try and do is when I go up to perform a song, I try and put myself in the same headspace I was in when I wrote the song. So, yep. like, like there's a song that I perform everywhere I go. It's called Times Like These, mm-hmm. and it's... It's on Spotify. Go look it up. It is. It is on Spotify. Um, and, like, I wrote it when I was at the beach with some of my friends, and, like, I was just kind of sitting out there. Waves were going, and I put myself back in that headspace of, like, writing it. And just, like, you're trying to communicate a message, right? So you want people to... You don't want to like kind of you want to like pronunciate your words. You want to you are communicating a message to um, to people. So like they want to hear the lyrics. They want to be involved in the story. And so just remember, get in touch with that feeling you had when you wrote the song. If if it is your song, um, if it's a cover, you're screwed. But uh, I'm just kidding. But no, like put yourself back in that headspace and that'll help you kind of distance yourself from the pressures of performing. Um, but I'm interested to, to know your kind of, um, thoughts on like, what, what is an audience member going in expecting from, from an artist? Um, you go to a show, you pay $10 at the door. Yeah. What are you expecting? Um, I, well, for me personally, I am someone who likes to just like have a good time and have fun. And so, um, I want someone to like go up there and like, I I don't know, like have fun with it and be comfortable. Um, also I, I, I think I've talked about this before. I do really look at the outfits. Like I am obviously a fat fashion kind of guy. And so I'm like, okay, like what are they wearing? (laughs) That's going to tell me a lot about their personality. And with the music, um, I'm like, can I dance to it, honestly, yeah. or at least some of it? Yeah. And um, I try and, like, be a good hype man, you know? Yeah. Uh, especially if I, like, know the person or I've talked to the person. The last show that Dale had, I talked mm-hmm. to the first performer. I talked to her before the show. So I was, like, trying to hype her up. And she even said something to me, and she's like, thank you for, like, trying to interact. Was it Sailor? Was, yes. Was she the one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, and so, uh, just, I don't know, I guess as an audience member, and I know not everyone's that way. I think some people go to a show that's, I guess it's hard. Okay. I'm trying to think because I'm mostly thinking about the shows that you have hosted and it's like, well, yeah, of course I'm going to go. My friend is performing, Mm -hmm. but other shows, I guess that we've been to, um, I guess more as I'm a more of an audience member there because I don't have any connection with the people who are up there. Mm -hmm. So I'm still watching, I'm watching everyone in the band if Mm -hmm. it's a band and I'm watching, you know, how they're interacting with each other. What is their body language? And, um, Yes, of course, I'm listening to their vocal performance. But I guess for me, I'm like, yes, I obviously, you know, expect the vocal performance to be decent. Mm -hmm. But I also understand that, like, as a small artist, you are going to be nervous. So that's going to affect your vocal performance. And, like, I'm not looking for, you know, the next Kelly Clarkson or anything. Yeah, like auto-tune. Yeah, yeah. So uh, to me... I guess as an audience member, that part, while important, it's like, okay, what are the lyrics? Um, do the lyrics speak to me? I have heard some small artists where I was like, that cut deep. Yeah. You know, as far as lyrics. And then as far as like fun songs, because I feel like you should have a healthy mix of both. I yeah. get really bored if you just do a bunch of like your like slow indie songs or like boring songs. Yeah. I just don't care. Mix I just up. don't care. Mix hey, I love the honesty. Love it. Yeah. And so I guess that's what I look for is like the energy yeah, and the fashion. Yeah. But so I guess like you go into it with a certain set of like rough expectations, but you're mainly just there to have fun. You're there to. Yes. Yes. The, the whole point I'm trying to make is like you're not coming in there as like a like you're not critiquing the you know the artist mm-hmm. in a like you know mm-hmm. you're not simon cowell in there just like that was horrible like you know what i mean right like, you you like an audience member comes they just want to have fun they want to be able to sing along they mm-hmm. want to be able to follow what you're doing mm-hmm. just it, it's supposed to be an environment where you can relax exactly and, and i th- i yeah. think that's a good thing to remember as a performer is like you said people for the most part people want to support you why would they pay ten dollars to come in and just like tear your performance apart yeah behind your back or whatever like for the most part people expect yes it to be good but it's not like they're expecting i mean they didn't pay hundreds of dollars for some like huge artists that they love like they are they are to support small artists yeah and that's what it comes down to and people want to be there for you so kind of um transitioning from you know, what, what the audience is thinking. And, and one more thought on that before we move on. Like, some audiences, I'm sorry, are going to be trash. Like, if yes. you're an artist, yeah. yeah, like, sometimes you're going to play a song and you're going to get, like, four claps in an audience of, like, 60 people. Yeah. And it's not because they don't like your music. It's honest cause, honestly because they're just bad. not. They're not paying attention. They're yep. talking to their friends. They're just, mm-hmm. like, whatever. Especially if it's, like, in a like in a cafe or, yeah. like, yeah. A, yeah. somewhere, lo- like, loudish or has food and drinks yeah. and stuff. If you're the background music, don't expect a lot. Yeah. Right. But also, you know, it goes back to what we've talked about in the past of knowing your audience and finding your audience. Yeah. If you're playing, you might be playing the best music in your genre, mm-hmm. but if you're playing it to the wrong audience, even in a, in a good setting, mm-hmm. they're not going to respond that well because that's not mm-hmm. their kind of music, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and so you want to make sure mm-hmm. when you try to market your shows, if you're doing a show, you market to the right people. 
and right. get the right people to show up. And like, just know that it's going to eventually happen where there's just not oh, a yeah. good audience. That, and that's the case for any kind of performance. I had a friend who did stand up. She's like, sometimes you just have terrible audience. Sometimes the jokes just do not, just none of hit. your jokes land. Yeah. And it is what it is. And you just roll with it. And then you're going to other days you're going to have an amazing audience. Yeah. And so just remember that, yeah, the bad ones are coming, but so are the good ones. Yeah, yep. exactly. So perfect transition from that. How would you suggest uh, an artist handle a bad performance? Let's say they get up there. Quit. They bomb. <laughs> just give it up. Stop listening to this podcast and quit. Yeah. Just kidding. Just be successfully terrible. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, yeah. So, you know, uh, I, to kind of open this up, I'll share a story. So I played this show at a, at a bar called Turn One, and it was in Madison. It was a town I grew up in. And I showed up around six or so. The show starts at eight. So I had every all my gear. I'd gone there the day before to kind of see what equipment they had and see what I would what I'd be working with. And so when I got there the day of the show, long story short, the equipment was malfunctioning and it wasn't working. And so the guy who was showing me was unavailable. And so I had to, like everyone was there. They were setting up. The audience was there. I had to run home and like get like an amp to bring to sing out of. Like it was bad. And the show was bad. Like it was terrible. And I walked out of that building and legit, I, I was, you know, I'm not even going to sugarcoat. I was dramatic. I was like, I'm not, I, I quit. I'm not doing music anymore. You know, like it was that bad. Mm. And so I get home and my roommate at the time, he, he's the one that I've talked about on here before. Um, who, you know, kind of found his niche in uh, folk music and um, kind of came from a really bad situation, used music to get him out of it. And so I told him that. I walked into the room. He was like, how'd the show go? And I told him, I was like, I don't, dude, I don't think I'm going to do music anymore. And he was like, like, what? Like, you're just going to quit like that? And so he proceeded to then s send me a text message the next day that was basically like, you can't let one show define you. You cannot let one bad show that you bomb define you. And slowly I started getting texts the next few days, like loved hearing you love coming out, seeing you like show was great. And so the more I get those messages, the more I was like, maybe it wasn't as bad as I thought, you know? And so I think that that's, that's part of it for some artists where it's like, they think it's like terrible yeah. in their mind, but mm. it's not as bad. So what would you guys, I mean, what, what would you tell an artist to console them after bombing? Well, I mean, part of it, too, you just said, oh, I guess it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. And for you, you're going to be your biggest critic. Of and you're mm -hmm. like, I know my potential. I know how this was supposed to go. I know that this. And I've been to shows where Dale will talk about, yeah, I messed up at this part. I'm like, I didn't notice. Because... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know his songs, but I don't know them as well as he does. I don't right. know all the production behind yeah. it. I know the lyrics, but like, even then, I'm probably not going to notice in the moment. Yeah, and it's like I remember. Then no one's gonna like exactly. You know I mean? No <laughs> one's gonna know, and like that's why stage presence is so important because I'm like I yeah, don't remember that. Off. I yeah. just remember like having fun and like singing along or s screaming or whatever. So, like. That's really what's important. But also what I would say is um, uh, I, I've always heard that like 
with actors and such, like the best thing to do when you're like doing auditions and such is go to the audition and then just like throw the script out and like try not to think about it again. Because if you get it, great. If not, whatever, keep on moving on. And so I guess kind of applying the same thing. um, Obviously, this is a very different scenario, but other than like friends and family who are still hopefully going to support you even after a bad show are um, for the most part, like you're not going to see a lot of these people again. And it's like, okay, you did the show. It it was a rough show. Oh, well, you got the next show. And so, I mean, like I said, yes, you are going to have like a bad audience, but yes, you are also going to have a bad performance sometimes. Sometimes it just doesn't hit or things happen. Like you said, the equipment broke, you were frazzled. And so that was going to add to it. But then also knowing that, oh, but I also, you know, that's okay. Next time I'm going to do better. And then you'll have a great show. And then that'll be like, man, I really miss doing this. I want to do it again. And so I, I don't know, I guess it's just the same with like any other life principle of just knowing that, yeah, sometimes it's just really going to suck, but other times are going to be, are going to make it worth it. You know, you got to follow the advice of one of the most successful artists of all time, T-Swizzle and shake it off. My gosh. Whoa! Someone <sighs> making a artist reference instead of me. I know. I was right? trying yeah. to think of how I could incorporate I Lindsay Lohan, gonna, but I thought you were gonna finish his comment. Honestly, I was like, <laughs> no, I had no idea like he was gonna say. It's like, the, yeah, no. I mean, but you do. You have to be able to, like you said, put the script down, put the set list down, do something, mm-hmm. get out of it, get out of your headspace, and just know that yeah, you're gonna be harder on mm-hmm. yourself than everyone else is. Yeah. And take so. that emotion, take those mm-hmm. emotions that you feel from that bad performance, and put it into your art and your craft and write a new song, write a new song or like book another performance or do something else that's going to help get your mind off of it. And like channel those emotions that you're having. You have to rise up to it because you're going to face those bad audiences, bad performances, bad, everything. You're going to face that. You're going to get beat down. You're going to have failures, but that's okay. You have to be able to rise up on the other side and keep pushing forward and, and use that, like you said, for motivation. Yeah. You know, success, and, and, and we've all seen a million graphics and charts and people saying this on motivational speeches and everything like that. You know, success isn't linear. It doesn't just go straight up, mm-hmm. right? It goes up, and then you're going to crash. But when you crash, you're going to shoot right back up if you keep at it. If you work hard and put yourself into it, you're going to rebound further than where you were. Because that failure is going to teach you so much. Yeah. It's and, good. And if you do that, you will be successfully unsigned. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think it's important to just learn from it. You know, like the ability to reset is so pivotal um, in those moments. And having people that you trust to, to, to tell you like it is, you know. Um, have some friends come to the show and just like, you don't have to be musically inclined. Just be like, What'd you think? Let's be honest, you know, like, and they're going to tell you some good things. They might tell you some bad things, but take it in stride. And, you know, just each opportunity is, it's just that it's another opportunity. And so you got to take the most, you got to make the most of it rather. And you got to like learn from your mistakes. And, um, yeah. So it's just, don't, don't quit music after one bad show. I guess. And that goes back to taking criticism on one of our other episodes. Mm-hmm. I don't remember which one, but go watch it. Yes, 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 yes. And um, also follow and subscribe. First episode. Yeah, definitely follow and subscribe us. Um, 
Subscribe us. What? Subscribe us to things. No. <laughs> Subscribe to us, rather. I'll take uh, free Netflix, please. Free Netflix, please. Speaking of Netflix, go watch Lindsay Lohan's new Netflix <laughs> film. <laughs> Netflix is going up. It's crazy, man. It is. Okay, that is true. Netflix, you're on thin ice, but because you got Lindsay Lohan, you're saved this one time. Yeah. So, um, I think that's going to do it for this one. Um you said go follow us on Instagram successfully unsigned go follow um, Instagram I think is successfully underscore unsigned yes probably should have kept it all the same Mr. Picky very good yeah um, follow the YouTube page uh, where do we do premieres of the episodes every Monday night at 8 o'clock mm-hmm. so join us in there turn in the, the bell on turn on the bell gets you notifications um, we'll also be posting content throughout the week so keep an eye on that got a lot of good stuff coming for you guys and please comment slash yeah also if if you're listening on Spotify, like rate it and everything. Yeah, so. we'd love to hear from you guys. All right, bye. See you guys. See ya. For this interlude, I am going to sing a rendition of Rumors by <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. I'm tired of rumors talking. Saying what they want about me. Why can't they back up off me? Why can't they let me live? I'm gonna do it my way. Take this for just what it is. I didn't remember all the words. I apologize, Lindsay. Maybe I should sing something from her movies. That girl was a one-time teenage drama queen. Act up every day, wanna be. She'll have changed her destiny. She's somebody. Yeah.